listening to the System Save Me podcast, episode number 158. Today, we're going to be talking about how to set up your marketing dashboard. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Jordan Gill, and my business love language is efficiency. Because who doesn't want to sit pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? If your business depends on you, you don't own one. You have a job. We're here to fix that. Now with over 150 episodes, this is the System Save Me podcast. Before I dive into this episode, I want to share with you a tool that totally makes me want to do the Cupid Shuffle in the middle of Whole Foods, Acuity Scheduling. I've had Acuity for over five years, so we're basically in a common law software marriage. Anywho, I'm going to tell you one way I use Acuity to save me time. I bet for every call scheduled on your calendar, you have to manually create a Zoom link and then go update the Google invite. Stop that. Like, right now. No, seriously. Acuity and Zoom have an integration where for every new call set up in Acuity, Zoom automatically creates a conference call link for you. Hooray! Just go to the integration subtab and click Zoom. Follow the directions for adding the API codes from Zoom. Then choose which appointment types you want to create Zoom links for. And lastly, in your email settings, inside of all your confirmation and reminder emails, place the term percentage sign, location, percentage sign, and Zoom will automatically add in the call link. Boom. Efficiency for the win. If you want to learn more from my free training about how to use Acuity in your business, or start using Acuity today, go to systemsamey.com slash Acuity for life. That's A-C-U-I-T-Y for life. All right, now back to the show. Hey, y'all. I'm super excited to share this guest with you today because we are really going to get nitty gritty with marketing data. And I actually am a total data like freak nerd. So I'm actually very excited. And I personally have a notebook out for this episode. So I encourage you to do the same. Haley, how are you doing today? I'm doing so well. Thanks for having me, Jordan. Yes, my people are going to love this episode. I already know. Um, But first, let's go ahead and have you start off by just shooting us a couple details about you and your business. For sure. Um, So my name is Haley Friedman. I am the head of marketing right now at a company called Improvado. And it's a tool that helps marketers collect their data from all the different marketing platforms that they're running ads on. Um, Prior to this, well, in addition to this, I also have a blog called growthmarketingpro.com. And it's where I'm writing about all of my growth marketing tactics as I'm learning them and kind of sharing them with the world. I love that. And I know that also my people are, have a ton of different tools that are tracking different things. So this is going to be perfect for you. Get your pens, get your iPads, whatever you need. You guys are going to like just die. So let's dive in to really how to set up your marketing dashboard. And before you get started, also, we have an amazing, amazing freebie that Haley's put together that you can find at Improvado, I-M-P-R-O-V-A-D-O dot I-O slash podcast. So as you're listening to this, you can also take a look at what Haley's created for us and follow along. So that, that should be easy. So 
Let's start with describing your business as well as your clients' businesses before you implemented this marketing dashboard. Yeah. So I think the best way to describe how, what my experience was before I knew how to bring all my data together, I could tell you just about the times when I was a marketing person at other companies. So before I joined Improvado, I was doing marketing at a company called Realty Shares, and it was a platform for investing in real estate online. And um, I joined as the second marketing person at this company. So kind of like it felt like being an entrepreneur, right? We're, we're starting from the ground up, testing a lot of different things. And um, my boss who hired me, his name is Mark Spera, and he now is the co-founder of my blog today. So we're still good friends and work together on that. Um, but when I joined Realty Shares, he kind of took me under his wing and he was showing me the ropes when it comes to marketing and how to get customers for a business. I really, that was something I really didn't know how to do yet. And so, um, so we're trying, testing out all these channels and things. And one of the things he asked for me to do was to set up, um, to be in charge of all of our marketing data. So to be in charge of all the tracking and reporting every week, um, the, all the budgeting and forecasting, all the numbers. And um, this was a challenge for me because I am not a numbers person. I'm like an English. <laughs> I hate math. Always have, always will. Uh, before I yeah. joined the, the tech startup world, I was an English teacher in the Bronx. <laughs> so um, math is just wow. really, <laughs> yeah, it's just not, not my thing, but I appreciated that he pushed me to do this because it forced me mm-hmm. to learn something that I wasn't good at. And, and I, I love learning and, um, and, and I appreciate just being more well-rounded. <laughs> so, totally. um, yeah, so I had to teach myself how to use Excel from scratch, literally didn't know how to do any of these things. Um, but every week we had a meeting with our CEO who would kind of rapid fire questions at me about how our marketing campaigns are performing, you know, like how, how's Facebook doing? What about this campaign? Um, or why are we losing money on this? And he would kind of poke holes in all of my data. And so that was pretty nerve wracking to say the least. Right. And so (laughs) um, I'm sure that there are a lot of listeners here that if they're in charge of reporting, they, they can identify with this. Like, if you're going to be reporting these numbers, you want to feel like you know them inside and out and make, and you want to feel like they're accurate. And um, so that you can walk into those meetings and feel really confident that you can answer all those questions. Um, So, so in order to do that, in order to feel really confident about all the data, what I would do is every week I would log into all the platforms where my data lives, which so anyone who's listening who's running marketing knows that there's so many tools in different places where where our data lives. So yeah. we have we have um we have ads running on on Facebook and Google and LinkedIn and Pinterest and Outbrain, Taboola, wherever else you're running paid ads, right? But that's yeah. not all all the whole story because you're also doing email marketing campaigns and there's data associated with that. And you also have website visitors that you can look at on Google Analytics. And there's data around website you know, visitors and sessions and conversion rates and things like that. And then there's like customer data and revenue data that's probably stored in like your CRM, whether it's Salesforce or Pipedrive or something like that. Um, and then maybe you have data around payments if you're using a tool like Stripe to collect um, transactions and things like that. So 
it can be <laughs> quite yeah. a nightmare to pull all this information together every week. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I know I'm not doing it right now. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, and the alternative is logging into all of these kind of siloed platforms and and trying to understand it bit by bit. But really, ideally, you would have a comprehensive way to look at all the things you're doing in your marketing world and, and know how they're performing in real time without having to manually log into each place. So, but this is what this is what I was doing. So, log, logging into all these platforms, exporting the data, importing the data into a a Google Sheet or or Excel Sheet, right? Uploading the data into into there into one sheet where I dump all the data, and then I'd have other tabs on my Excel Sheet with formulas that would pull the data into some kind of marketing dashboard where I could look at um, this data all together. And so that process is super time consuming, probably takes, probably took like 10 hours or 20 hours every week to pull all the data together, but then also to, to analyze the data and actually figure out like, okay, not only do I, am I looking at all my data in one place, but what's working, what's not working? Um, where do (laughs) I need, what, you know, what things, where should we, um, probably, try and optimize or pause these campaigns or spend more money here. And so like pulling the insights, that's a, that's a whole other time consuming process. Yes. So here I was at my last job finding myself spending like two days at least out of a week preparing data and mm-hmm. um, for a weekly meeting. And so that's needless to say not how I wanted to be spending. <laughs> Half yeah, my week. 10 to 20 hours. Yeah. Ugh, I know. Yeah. And as, you know, as somebody who owns their own business and as majority of my listeners, you know, when you are running your own business, you like do not have time. And again, I'm not even doing this because of how much time it would actually take to track all of this and analyze and, and all that. There's some, you know, things here and there that I, that I do on a monthly basis that I look at for sure, but to be able to do this on a more granular, more frequent level is super exciting. So what finally drove you to kind of put an actual marketing dashboard in place? Was there just like, all right, that's it, I'm done with this? Or was there a time that you analyzed the data wrong because you were just like having to do all of this stuff? Like, what is it that usually will drive people to actually be like, okay, I actually need to, to review this and have this be automated? Yeah, so I think um, the time, the time, the amount of time it took was just was overwhelming and creating a process really for hiring someone else to do it was ultimately probably what drove me to create process and system around it. So we decided that I, we didn't want me to be spending half my time pulling this data together. So we decided to hire a marketing data analyst. And so in order for him to take over this process, um, I put together this marketing dashboard that he would use to kind of, be so that we'd be able to visualize our data on like a daily, weekly, monthly, um, get a, a view and also to, yeah. to keep historical data in one place so we could look back, 
month over month, see how things have changed. Um, somewhere where we can keep track of what our goals are, how we're pacing to our goals every week, and all the important metrics that you just don't want to forget about and you don't want to forget to be looking at. This dashboard that I created that you guys can, can download for yourself, it includes tabs that include all the different metrics that you're going to want to have an eye on um, at all times. And so this, this dashboard is something that I was updating manually, and you can anyone can update it manually. And I think you'll find that it's helpful just to see the different tabs and different metrics that you should be looking at. Um, but, there, but there is a way to automate this. And I did not know that at the time um, until I joined, I heard about this company <laughs> in Bravado. A friend told me about it and um, I went to go meet, I was looking for a new job. I wanted to be in a role where I was um, doing marketing at a company that was helping marketers, which is very meta, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I'm always, I'm helping marketers on, through my blog and um, I kind of just wanted my life to feel a little more aligned by doing marketing for marketers. <laughs> and yeah, so, um, so I joined Improvado and I sat down, I didn't really know much about the company and I sat down with the CEO to learn more about the job and he starts explaining what the company does and I was like, holy crap, like this is exactly the tool that I needed back when I was at my last job spending 20 hours a week. So um, basically what, what Improvado does is it plugs into all the different tools that we're using as marketers and it kind of slurps your data together into one dashboard automatically so that you can always have a real-time view of all the different, all the different channels in one place without having to log into all the different places. So you can see all of your ads and your campaigns and your click-through rates and your spend on Facebook and Google ads and LinkedIn and everything in one dashboard. One totally. That's awesome. I'm super excited to now kind of dive in to what that marketing dashboard entails or has inside of it. So kind of walk us through the different tabs that you mentioned that will really help people to not only automate their their data collection but also their analysis of that data what's working what's not so start from the beginning we're ready for you <laughs> okay so um I, I i won't go too 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 nitty-gritty but i'll walk you through each of the tabs and what they're meant for um Perfect. so the the first tab is is about your leads so like as you're collecting new leads you would have that, that data in the first tab. So the name of the person, the email, the company, the, the date that that lead was creating and created and where that person came from. Um, and there's a couple of different tools that you can use to help you figure out where people came from. Like um, Google Analytics is only helpful in terms of like counting how many people came from a place. But if you want to know based on someone's email where they came from, you're going to need a tool like um, Mixpanel or Heap that can help mm. you identify where people came from based on their email and the, and the link that they clicked on to get to your site. So one thing that's super important for tracking is actually UTM, making sure that you have UTM yes. parameters added to every link that you use within your marketing campaigns. That'll be really helpful at this point where you're trying to figure out where people came from. And then, so within this first tab, so you'll have information about people, their name, email, where they came from, and then also 
you'll have information here about their their statuses in terms of a customer. Are they a paying customer yet or not? If so, how much revenue they've they've brought to the company. And that might be data that you have in Salesforce or some kind of CRM. Um, but pulling this data together into one place is super important, whether you do it manually or whether you automate it with a tool like Improvado. Yep, I so agree. If you aren't tracking your leads, like this is probably the only part of this entire thing that I do actually track because it's super important to know where you should be spending your time because if you're over here trying to build up, I don't know, your Twitter or something, but all of your clients are coming from Instagram or Facebook ads, like why are you like spending time on Twitter? You can, you know, try and tweak and play and, and get it to work, but I'm the kind of person that's like, I like to double down on what's already working before I start to move into new platforms or new ways that, that I can market my business. A hundred percent. Yep. And it's, it's super important in order to get the most bang for your buck and the best ROI, you have to, you have to have a view of, of what's working and what's not. So you can double down on what's working, like you said, and pause the things that are costing you money and not bringing customers. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. All right, what is the next tab? So the next tab is really important. It's the, your monthly performance. So this is kind of um, where I'll go on a month-by-month month basis to kind of plan out or to project forward how I think I'm going to perform, but also to, at the end of each month to kind of like um, true up the numbers. And so uh, in September, this is how many leads we got. This is how many... Um, how much revenue we got. This is how much spend we spent on marketing campaigns in each channel. So it's like by channel for each month, um, keeping track of leads, revenue, cost, cost per acquisition, um, the number of closed deals and paying customers that you have, and and the overall revenue and kind of keeping track of that channel by channel, but also blending it up, looking at it from the perspective of your overall paid campaigns, how much did you spend? What was your cost per acquisition? How many leads did you get? And then looking at maybe all of your unpaid channels, how many leads did you get from there? And then just blending it over overall for the month and, and having a place to look month over month, how those numbers have changed. Yes, totally. I love all of that. And yeah, that, that cost per acquisition can really help you figure out like, uh, marketing budgets and understanding, okay, how much do we need to spend to acquire a lead, all of that good stuff. So perfect. What is the next tab? The next tab is an important one. So I call it the allowable CAC tab. So CAC stands for cost per acquisition. Mm-hmm. And the allowable CAC is basically the break even cost per lead that you are allowed to spend on each channel. Um, so this is important if you, to look at historical data. So like I tend to do it looking at the past three months. Mm. So overall, over the past three months, say you're looking at Facebook, you're looking at how much you spent on Facebook, mm-hmm. how many leads you acquired on Facebook, and then how many paying customers and how much actual revenue did you get from those leads you acquired on Facebook. And if you take that revenue and you divide it by the number of leads that you acquired, that will give you your break-even cost per lead that you're allowed to spend. Oh, that is 
I love that. This is getting really granular. I'm loving every second of this. <laughs> this is super helpful too, though, because it's not even about just cost per acquisition, but cost per acquisition per channel. That's really big. I, yeah, I'm excited to, to dive into this myself. Um, then you can look, compare channel by channel, like, oh, you know, leave. Yeah. Um, you can see how much you're allowed to spend. Some channels you, you, you might end up being allowed to spend, you know, $500 on a lead because that's how much revenue you end up getting out of leads on that from that channel. Whereas another channel you, maybe you can only spend $30 per lead because you're, you're getting much less revenue out of that channel. So, mm-hmm. um, definitely important to keep an eye on, especially when you're trying to optimize like what's working and what's not, it'll help you stay focused because, I've found as a marketer, like the most important, the secret to everything is focus and prioritization, right? Like, yeah, you can that's a million things. Um, but when you learn what's working, like hone in, hone in on what's working and, and prioritize those things. Yes. Amen to that. All right. What's the next tab? The next tab is monthly goals. So um, it sounds like there's a lot of business owners trying to figure out um, maybe how much you, how much should I be spending on my marketing yeah. every month, right? Yeah. So um, as a business owner, you probably have overall an overall goal of like the revenue that you want to hit for the year, and maybe you've thought out, you know, if I want to hit that each for the year, this is how much revenue we need to make each month. Yeah, for the year. And so if you have that monthly revenue quota that you want to hit, you should be and you have this the the rest of the data um from the other tabs that I that I mentioned. Mm-hmm. You should have all the numbers you need to figure out the marketing budget that you need to hit that that goal. So some of the metrics that are in here and this tab is actually um you can kind of, you can, there are formulas in here, so you can enter your numbers and it'll sh- like spit out the, the goals, the marketing budget that you'll need to hit your sales quota. Oh, right. Yeah. So like, so if you have the metrics around um, what's the average one deal size or like the average purchase for your product, yep. if you have that, if, if you have data around the lead so I so since I'm in a B2B business, we have leads, we have opportunities, and one deals. Mm-hmm. So that's how I've set up this dashboard. But you can customize it to fit for your business. Yeah. But in my in my case, it's about the if you have the lead to opportunity conversion rate, and then the opportunity to close one conversion rate, and then the cost per lead. You have all the data you need to figure out the marketing budget. So for example, if you have um, a monthly revenue quota mm-hmm. of like five hundred thousand dollars a month. Let's say that's what you want to hit in revenue or something. Yeah. Then, in order to hit hit that, you would need if if you have all these conversion metrics, you can figure out like, okay, well then I need five. I need to close five deals this month. Mm-hmm. In order to close five deals this month, I need thirty three opportunities. In order to get thirty three opportunities, I need one hundred and sixty seven leads. Because I know that 
167 leads will end up convert based on past data that, that will end up converting to five closed deals. So if I if I need that many leads, and I know that on average my, my leads cost like $100 per lead, then I know I'm going to need $16,000 in marketing budget this week. I love this. This is going to make lives so much easier. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, and I like the simplicity of the like uh, closed opportunities and leads because I, I think that languaging is really is really clear on what where exactly people are in the status of becoming a client. So I like that languaging. It's it's pretty makes things easier. So then the next tab. Yeah, so there's three three other tabs that I they're important, but they're kind of more optional. The first four, like, definitely I'm in there all the time. These next ones are kind of they're important, but they're they're up to you. And so um, the next one is mid month pacing check in. So you're gonna have a goal for yourself every month for different channels, um, and you're gonna set up that goal in your in your in the second tab, which is the monthly performance tab. But the mid-month pacing check-in is where you're going to look in halfway through the month and say, like, okay, how are we pacing towards these goals? Are we pacing over or under? And so you can catch mid-month, like, if you need to cut back on spend in the channel because you're going to go overspend or, or the other way around. So this will help you uh, make sure you're kind of hitting your goals each month. Nice. Perfect. And then um, the next tab is the weekly overview. And so this will kind of show you week over week how many, how much you're spending and then how many people, how many customers you've acquired and the cost per acquisition. And if you're looking at that week by week, it's in, this is a great view so you can see over time if, if things are changing. And this will be, make it easy to spot red flags if like the cost per, per acquisition went up in the channel, like why did that happen? Or if where we didn't spend very much in that channel, why did that happen? So um, this is great for when you're you're trying to optimize within the month and you need to be able to spot red flags and and op- opportunities quickly. Yeah, awesome. Um, and then the last tab is a summary tab, and that is kind of where I at the end of each month when I present the data to the rest of the team. Um, this dashboard is pretty complex, and so this is not something that the rest of your team is going to want to look at. Um, their their eyes are going to roll to the back of their head, and they'll get super bored if you try and like hand them this Excel sheet and tell them to figure it out. So we have to make things really pretty as marketers. We have to tell a story with our data, yeah. and so at the end of the month, I use this tab to kind of create charts and tables and stuff that I then. Um, copy and paste and put into a deck that I use and within my deck that I use to present the data to everyone, I I tell a story with the headlines of each tab um, of each slide kind of so that they can browse through without looking too deeply at any numbers or any charts even kind of like every slide should have the, the key takeaway on top. Totally. No, that's helpful. This looks awesome. And I think that even if you are going from not tracking anything to wanting to understand all these numbers and stuff, this marketing dashboard makes things a lot easier. And definitely if you're interested in Improvado, definitely go 
and check them out. Obviously, if you go and get the freebie, you'll land on their website as well. So you can kind of pick around and, and look at some, some of their offerings and features and all that good stuff. So I'm going to kind of pivot the conversation to the last few questions. What was your best financial investment in business? So this can be prior to when you were at Improvado or it can be at Improvado, either one. My best financial investment. So do you mean from a from a marketing perspective, like a, something mm-hmm. I spend money on in a marketing campaign? I guess we can go that route. Uh-huh. I was thinking like if there was an event that really helped you with professional development or you spent money on a self-care retreat and that was the best financial investment in business or you you had a really critical hire or something like that more. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I think the, the best investment I ever made was um, starting a blog. Oh. And yeah, so that has paid dividends in so many ways. Um, I started it as a way to kind of document the things that I was learning as a marketer and share them with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people don't talk about blogs very often yeah. anymore. Yeah. But um, they are an extremely powerful tool. And so when I was back at Realty Shares, I managed our affiliate program. And so basically our, our relationship with people who have an online presence, we would set up a partnership with bloggers um, who had an audience that related to our customers. And we would tell them like, hey, you can write about our, our product and anytime someone signs up, we'll pay you X dollars. And so um, I was managing relationships with all these bloggers. And I, so I was also the person cutting them checks every month. <laughs> yep. And um, we had some bloggers making like tens of thousands of dollars every month just by mentioning us on some blog posts. That's amazing. And so, yeah, it was really eye-opening for me. Someone who, you know, I'd always wanted to be the CEO of my own company or, um, or like maybe I wanted to be a marketing consultant and like travel the world while I worked. Like I had a couple different <laughs> dreams, yeah. but it wasn't until I managed our affiliate program and I learned what, how much money you can make as a blogger that I decided I wanted to start a blog. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I think that, that it's, a, it's an investment of time for sure, but it pays off in a lot of different ways. Um, not only, not only the ways monetizing it through like affiliates or ads or things mm-hmm. like that, but um, just the opportunities and doors that it opens. Um, when when Google starts picking up your content and you're getting people reading your your writing, people reach out with job opportunities, partnership opportunities. They just reach out to thank you, and that can be really rewarding. Um, and and yeah, so I think it's it sparked an incredible amount of things in my journey. Um, it it led me to build events, to make friends, to yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah. Very cool. I love that. And then, what was your worst financial investment in business? Worst financial investment in business. I, from a marketing perspective, can tell you I've definitely wasted 
out many thousands of dollars looking at the wrong metrics. Mm. Um, yeah, <laughs> totally. So yeah, like getting excited over click-through rates when really I need to be able to see, I w- wasn't able to see the full funnel and the fact that these people, maybe they were clicking, maybe they were signing up, but they actually weren't um, becoming paying customers. And if you don't have that, that data and and accessible then you can end up wasting a lot of money i've done that yes i so agree so so great well this was awesome where can people find you obviously your blog and then any social to share all the places yeah um you can connect with me on linkedin um haley friedman that's probably the platform that i'm on most but you can also reach if you want to learn more about improvado you can reach me at haley H-A-I-L-E-Y at improvado.io. Nice. Easy enough. And we'll have all that information in the show notes, in the description, all the places. So it's easily accessible and clickable for you to go and connect with Miss Haley. So thanks so much for being on the show, Haley. Thanks for listening to System Safety. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at System Safety. Don't forget to check out the workflow template shop at systemsamey.com to help you work less and make more. See you next week.